Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. I'm Phil Nasons, also known as Fantasy Phil, also known as, I guess, Cash with Flash. My man over here, Nick Bretwish, is on the line. We're going to talk a little Monday Night Football. What's happening, dude? Nothing much. Good morning, Phil. Excited to talk to you about this game. I think it should be a fun one. I've been a little skeptical the last couple showdown slates we've talked about. This one should be fun. It's always great to watch the Kansas City Chiefs play football anyway, but only a four and a half point favorite at LA. It's uh, I'm excited to see what Phil Rivers can do too. I think they're going to be motivated, and this should be just a back and forth game that should be a lot of fun to watch. Oh, I think so too. Um, I guess the whole point is when you look at this game from a hand, handicapping standpoint, and the point, and now it's up to five points, and uh, that's okay. It started at three. And it's been bouncing back and forth. You know, every time it gets to five, the sharps or whatever hit it. And then it goes back down to four and a half. It's really weird. But I guess the whole point of this game is if you believe that the Kansas City Chiefs can win by one touchdown, well, then you're going to lay the wood. If you don't, well, then you're going to take the Chargers. Now, I personally am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. Yeah, I think that's how I'm leaning too. But then last week, that was the exact mindset I had when picking them over the Titans. I think they were only a six-point favorite on the road in Tennessee, and that's kind of how I looked at it. I was like, they're definitely better than a score from the Tennessee Titans. But I don't know. Their defense didn't show up to play at all last week. Well, they haven't shown up much. You know, They showed up the week after Mahomes got hurt, and they had a big night. But these defense, this is the interesting thing about this game, Nick, is that these defenses are, well, horrific, actually. The Chargers uh, DVOA is like 27th in the league, and Kansas City isn't much better. So, you know, the total is 52.5. I think that's the play, is to go over again. I think that's where probably I would go. I think on this, I know in my column I said take the Chiefs. But I would probably take the over also as as I look at this. What do you what do you think about this game? I always like to root for an over, so that would uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. That would be fun for me. Yeah, it's. I think that Melvin Gordon and Eckler should do plenty of work on the ground. I mean, Gordon's been hot lately, mainly with just with the touchdowns and everything. But I think you know Derrick Henry ran for a hundred plus and two scores last week on the chart or on the Chiefs. I think. Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen can certainly do that. Or uh, not Keenan Allen. <laughs> Melvin Gordon and uh, Austin Eckler should definitely be able to do that. And then I think that Keenan Allen lining up all over the field. Should, I mean, there, there's a lot of good players on this uh, Chargers offense. you got Keenan Allen. He moves all over the field, you know, inside, outside. Hunter Henry's a great pass-catching tight end who is a great matchup against Kansas City. And then you got the deep ball guy, Mike Williams, who could body anybody up. I think this is going to be... I I would take the over, and I think if that does happen, it's going to be a very fun game to watch. It should be, as long as things don't get out of hand down in Mexico City. You know, that's that's the other thing that we have to find, kind of think about. I guess that doesn't really affect us as batters or DFS players, but it could get dicey. Which is, yeah, just a little bit higher elevation, right? It's kind of like Denver. Yeah, it is. And is the char- the- yeah, yeah, it is. The Chargers have actually been practicing in Colorado Springs this week to prepare for this game. The Chiefs what decided about? to stay home. Really? Okay. So, so you yeah, didn't that's know the stuff see, people don't know. That. I knew the game was in Mexico City, but I didn't know where Kansas City was practicing. Yeah, see, I, I, that's this is what I do all day. Find see, and, that's, that's a sharp angle. See, you have to find... See, the secret to all this is to find an edge. 
If you can't find an edge, walk away. It's like with anything in life. If you have an edge, then you've got a chance. If you don't have a chance, any edge, then don't bother with it because you're, you're under the gun, really, under 50% usually. But that's a big edge. Now, I wouldn't say that that's going to be any advantage. I know that we used to practice sometimes in Denver for tennis only because we would go to different tournaments around the world and some of those places were pretty high up in the altitude. Like when we would go to Switzerland, for example, or in those areas. So, but it doesn't really make a bit of difference. Where it gets you though is your lungs. It's hard to catch your breath. If you ever watch like the Denver Nuggets play deep play in Denver, you'll see that they walk the ball up the floor and they do that for a reason. It's not because they're slow. It's because the altitude is a son of a gun and it sucks the life out of you. So if you can get away with it in practice, maybe that'll give them an edge, but it's not going to make any difference whatsoever in how the ball is thrown or who's running or whatever. Right. Yeah, well, that's interesting because I know that the uh, the last time I did hear something like that you're talking about right there, the Chargers going to practice down there and everything for the whole week. That was when the Raiders went to London. They were there for the whole week to practice and get settled in. And I think the Bears showed up on like Thursday or Friday. And then they ended up getting housed by the Raiders. So whether or not that played a big role in that game, I, I would I like to believe it does because the Bears looked insanely slow that day and very sluggish. But I don't know. I mean, that's something good to know. If you like the Chargers, that's a good little uh, – a little bit there if you want to have a little more confidence in them they've been there all week and ready for the altitude so take it for what it's worth well that chicago bears thing was just stupid because you want to acclimate your body athletes sleep that's what we do is sleep well we try to i mean when i tried to be one i slept a lot and it was important to do that jet lag is real like in tennis nick you travel 35 40,000 miles a month and you go from different place to different place and all kinds of different time zones and all kinds of different things. And, it, and that's why guys used to retire so young in tennis because it just was a grind. You know, there wasn't a lot of yeah, money right. in it. And that's a grind. It's hard. Even as a coach, it's tough because you don't know what time it is half the time. And for the Bears to go on Thursday with a five-hour time difference, six-hour actually, that's kind of weird. You know, maybe that, it serves them right to lose. Not only do they suck at offense, they suck at planning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. That's a good way to put the bear season right there. It, well, you so know, what do you like on the, uh, on the showdown slate tonight? Yeah, but you know, this is funny. That I wrote a piece for BetQL, a futures piece on the Bears, and I said they wouldn't even win eight games this year. They would go eight and eight if, at best. The defense would not be even half as good. And people flame me for it, but I don't hear any any of that anymore. So that's a yeah, good. Yeah, they were getting a ton of tickets in in Vegas, weren't they? Sorry, I was jumping to the showdown, so I'm getting excited here. But uh, I I remember listening on the radio that most of the action on the Super Bowl were the Patriots and the Bears, right? I mean, the Bears. A lot of it's just because you know people from Chicago going to Vegas and whatnot over the over the summer when the futures opened up and all that. But a lot of people did have a lot of faith in this Bears team, you know, specifically on the offensive side. Everybody knows that the defense could hold their own. And yeah, and last night it was just, uh, I don't know. They're not fun to watch at all. I mean, not they're tough. All. The defense is still tough, but mm-hmm. I, you got to see the ball move a little bit. It's just, that's tough to sit there for two and a half, three hours and watch that game. You know, it, it was really weird because they let Jordan Howard go, their only offense, because they banked on Trubisky in his arm. They didn't want to look silly because they drafted him so highly. 
and think of him so highly, but it's turned out to be a bust. But one thing that's not, or one one person that certainly isn't a bust, is Patrick Mahomes. I I never seen an athlete come back from a broken kneecap as fast as he did. He's eighteen thousand on DraftKings. Do you put him in your in your uh, MVP or captain spot? Uh, I think you. I'll probably make 10 lineups today. I've been playing a little bit more as we've been doing the show each week on these showdown slates. It's not really something I like to do, but I think if I do 10 tonight, he's going to be the MVP on six of them, I believe. The only thing that I don't like about him is, you know, he still looked a little hobbly in Tennessee. Nothing too alarming there, but the Chargers do get a good pass rush. So that's the one thing, you know, he's either going to have to get rid of the ball quick or he's going to take a sack. He's not going to scramble. So at that price, you're not necessarily getting a full 100% Patrick Mahomes, who I would pay 20 k for in DraftKings in a showdown slate if he was 100% against a bad pass defense. But uh, it's so tough because you do that. Who can you really afford? I've been trying to to make a lineup, you know, this morning. (laughs) I really don't know because you have to get a flyer or two. A punt player, too, I guess, and I really don't want to play either of these defenses besides in my get weird lineups. But <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Maybe now nah, we can get into our punt plays in a bit. But yeah, I think short answer Mahomes is probably the safest captain on the slate. I mean, he's got the highest upside still, him and Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill's a thousand dollars less. Yeah, on DraftKings, he's. To 2100 less. Right, so that's crazy. Uh, that's a big jump, by the way. That'll help you out a lot. Because I'll tell you what, if you want to take the Kansas City Chiefs tonight, you're going to be paying some money. 18000 for Mahomes at DraftKings. fifteen nine at DraftKings for Tyreek Hill. And Travis Kelsey is at $1,350. Or 13500 That's freaking that captain nuts. Spot, yeah. It's, yeah, it's tough. I, so I don't know. I think I, if... Just by looking at it, I think FanDuel is probably the play. But it's going to be hard to differentiate because I think that the defenses are in play in this game because no one's really going to play them. They're going to look at it kind of how I just did it. With, you know, at first glance, make, okay, this is going to be a shootout. None of these defenses are going to be in play. But I do think the Chargers could get some sacks. And I, I don't know. I think Kansas City can do something too. Phillip Rivers is always prone to making mistakes as well. So I don't know. He didn't look good in Oakland last week. I, I think he writes the ship. I, I kind of like Phil Rivers as well in the in the captain spot because if KC scoring at will, Philip Rivers is going to have to throw it 45 plus times, and he hasn't done that. It's, uh, he's only thrown it more than 45 times twice all, all year, and he hasn't done that since week five. So if, if this game is up pace, I don't think they've ever had an opponent score 30 points on him, and this should be the week that that happens. So maybe we see a ceiling Phil Rivers game, and he's only. What is he? 13 2 on DraftKings if you want to put him in the captain spot. That's almost five grand less than Mahomes. That kind of opens a lot of things up for you. Well, that's the guy you would put in because one of the things that um, when I was looking at this game, Nick, was the uh, game flow. And uh, we've been pretty good about that on this show since we've been working together. And I, I think that Rivers is going to be throwing from behind all night, like you said. A lot of people will be leaning toward Melvin Gordon or perhaps even Austin Eckler. I think I would probably go with Eckler over Gordon because of the pass catching at DraftKings. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm looking at Philip Rivers in the captain spot. 
because he's going to be coming from behind. And if you can do that, and if you pair him, say, with an Eckler and Keenan Allen, you might you have enough for one of these stud Kansas City guys, and then you can play a defense, and then whatever, you know, and and, and keep your fingers crossed because this is not an easy slate. No, there's so many good players in this game. And you got the question mark of Damian Williams. I think he's supposed to play, right? It's not an injury. It's something personal going on with him. But he did go. Yeah, okay. So he rejoined the team in Mexico City. So he should be playing. And he looked solid last week. He was one of my under-the-radar plays uh, last week in DFS. But, you know, everybody saw him have a good day. And I think he played over 70% of snaps. So he's not going to be contrarian by any means. It'll be interesting to see. I'm trying to think of, like, if I didn't want to play Damian Williams, what KC running back would I go with? And it's like, I guess Daryl Williams is the guy, but I don't think that he's going to be under the radar at all. Darwin Thompson, he, yeah, he he never plays more than, like, 5% of the snaps, so I don't want him. I don't know. This There's so many players that play on this slate. I think this is a good week to do a lot of lineups, I guess, on it. If you're gonna, if you're looking to be successful, but if you're looking just to throw a dart, I think if you're doing one lineup, Phil Rivers is going to be my MVP on the slate here. Yeah, that's probably where I'm going. But I like Lashawn McCoy in this one too, because Mahomes is is limping a little bit. The Chargers have a nice pass rush; they really do. And I think I'm looking at some screen passes. You know, Andy Reid thinks highly of Lashawn McCoy, and I think that's what's going to happen tonight. And he's awfully cheap, only 5200 bucks. He only got a couple of attempts the other night, but at the end of the day, I think he's going to get more. I think they've been resting him and saving him for uh, a rainy day, and this is going to be their rainy day because this is going to be a shootout, and they need to win this divisional game. Yeah, I agree. Do you have uh, any interest in the kickers? Like, Does the elevation help them at all? Oh, I really yeah. don't look into that that much, but I know Bucker's got a big leg for the Chiefs. They have a very high implied total tonight. I, you know, if, if they're not scoring touchdowns, then most drives should end with some sort of points for Bucker, right? Yeah, I like him, but I like Badgley more. Um, <laughs> I remember putting him in my uh, Thursday night captain spot one night. He only got six points, whatever. But uh, I, I think that you're going to see a lot of kicking. I think that Badgley has that leg, too. And he's averaging 11 DK points per game. That's not too bad. I don't think I would put him in a captain spot, but of the two, I think I'm going to go with Badgley. I, I don't know how many field goal opportunities Butker is going to get tonight. I think yeah, you just is, think that they score every time they get in the red zone. Yeah, I do. I, I honestly do because their pass defense is pretty shaky. I don't think the red zone defense is anything to write home about, and I think they're going to score because that's what they need to do. They need this win. Kansas City needs this win. So does the so do the Chargers, but Kansas City's the much better offense, and I think they're going to generate some tonight. So to yeah, answer your I'm question, with, with you there. I'll go with Badgley because he's going to be kicking field goals. Because I have this funny feeling that the Chargers are going to get stopped a few times tonight. Kansas City's defense, okay, it's not the greatest, but it has risen to on occasion to um, some nice heights. And tonight could be one of them because Philip Rivers just looks frustrated. Maybe it's his eight kids giving him shit. Who knows? But uh, at the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, seriously, can you imagine having eight kids in your house? How would you get any rest? Uh, no. Yeah, I would. I would cap it at three. I think, personally speaking, I have none right now, so I have no idea what that's like. But oh, eight or he may. Does he have more than eight? 
I think he has this eight. Eight is enough. I think he was a big fan of that TV show, Eight is Enough. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, he, you know, all Josh and aside, Philip Rivers was my fantasy quarterback on winning seasonal leagues for many, many years. And I still think he's got it, but not tonight. I think he's going to throw the ball good, and I think he's going to win points for us. And he's a great DFS play. But I don't think they're going to win tonight. Yeah, I think this would have been a it would have been a great slate to or a, a great week to get the Monday slate included with your uh, your maybe your Thursday through Monday slate because it's just great to always get as much KC as possible. Always. And they're in the buy they're in the buy next week too, aren't they? They are, yeah. So this all is right, a, so yeah, they need a win. They need a win, and they need Mahomes to come out of there healthy. If he gets hurt again, it's going to be trouble. So now you talk about we got through the kickers and we did the defenses. Who's who is one player that maybe is flying under the radar that you may uh, have some interest in tonight? So I know people are probably going to chase some Nicole Hardman points from last week. Will. Just he just had that one catch. He's only playing like twenty percent of the snaps the last three weeks on average. So I think Demarcus Robinson would be my guy. I don't see a lot of people playing him. He's only six K, but. He had five targets last week. Nothing really since week three, week two, and week three when he had those big games scoring touchdowns. But if if you, ha- I mean, you have to play someone cheap. He's only forty four hundred on DraftKings, I believe. Let me confirm that. Yeah. So besides the kickers, I guess I do like Badgley a little bit more now that you kind of talk about that. But I think Demarcus Robinson would be my guy. And I don't think I'm going to go lower than that on anybody. So other than that, it's third string running backs, third string tight ends, and then Derek Watt, the fullback for the Chargers. I don't see him doing anything, so I don't know. It's just such a top-heavy roster build this week. So I don't know. It's going to be tough. But I might, guess yeah. short answer to Marcus Robinson will probably be my, my one-off flyer type of play. That's if it's mine. not the kickers. That's mine. Because um, everybody, like you said, will be going after McCall Hardman. And that's a good thing. He's very good. But uh, I think it's going to be – I think I'm with you on Robinson completely. And, and I like the kickers. I might use both of the kickers. You never know. I come up with some strange things, man, in the late hours of the day. So you just never know. But uh, outside of that, there is nothing, man. That is as low as you're going to go. The Chargers defense at $2,600. Now – if you're a Chargers truther and you think that the Kansas City Chiefs offense is not as good as maybe some people th- say it is, and you think the Chargers are better, then you play your Chargers defense at 2,600 and you'll be smiling like, like you just stole something if they come through. Because if that happens, you will win your damn thing. Who's going to have the Chargers defense in their lineup tonight? Yeah, not many. I'll have a little bit just because the pass rush thing I was talking about and then Mahomes not being very mobile. But Kansas City's offensive line is fully healthy, right? Eric Fisher's back this week. He's a very good tackle. I don't see any other injury concerns. No. Yeah. I don't, I, how do you slow down the Chiefs' offense then if they're fully healthy? You know, say Mahomes is 90%. That's still 20% better than any other quarterback in the NFL besides Lamar Jackson, I guess, right now. They would break him in half. That's how they stop him. You know, that's what happens. You have to break a bone or something to stop him. You know, Mahomes, if you ever notice, Mahomes throws balls at funny angles. And his balance is really nice, but his placement where his feet are are a little unorthodox. 
And sometimes he's a little off balance. He's such a great athlete, he gets away with it. But you get smacked one good time when you're when you're in one of those unorthodox positions and you're going to get in big trouble. And that's always a play here with this serious injury that he had. So whatever. But at the end of the day, we have a good lineup, I think. I, I think the people here have benefited greatly from your wisdom, Nick. I'm not a good... Uh showdown slate guy but uh, i've been doing all right i just i profit on most weeks it's just nothing nothing crazy i think i probably need to do a lot more lineups if i want to do that it's just not something i'm good at i I don't find is a good investment on maxing these things out unless you have a lot of house money from the sunday slate or something like javi i think he got third in the millionaire maker yesterday shout out to him congratulations big shout out to him so you know maybe he can max it out he's got that uh that bankroll now with the with the house funding it so that's maybe when you take your shot but i think for me i'm just gonna go about 10 lineups tonight and then kind of just make them all game script dependent so maybe i'll have like three or four game scripts that i could think of and i'll just build the lineup that way and i think the first one is kansas city scores a lot of points and phil rivers has to throw a lot so I'll probably get a you know two pass catchers. I, I like what you said. Yeah, going Philip Rivers, Eckler, and maybe Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, whatever guys you could afford, and then just get the usual suspects for the Chiefs there, and then maybe use Demarcus Robinson or one of these kickers as your one-offs to kind of get a little bit different. I would. That's for sure. All right. So now the best part of the show is when we create our own showdown lineup, and we're today we're going to talk about fast food. Now, um, to, for full disclosure, I'm not really allowed to eat this. So if someone is listening, this is only hypothetical based on my past history before I ever met you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're incriminating yourself on the podcast, huh? Oh, I'm not going anywhere near that. I don't think I don't think she listens, but if she does, maybe she does, who knows. But uh cuz she's pretty busy too, but um anyhow, I would think that you can go first. Who is your who is your captain of the fast food franchises all right this is an easy one for me i didn't think twice about it i'm going chick-fil-a oh right okay that's the that's uh, the, the place ser- that doesn't close on or closes on sundays right yeah so it's sometimes when i'm hungry on sunday morning after a late saturday night or something i'm always craving the uh, breakfast burrito from chick-fil-a but right. i can't get it on sunday unfortunately but i guess it makes uh the days that i do get chick-fil-a that more special but it's the service there is incredible. I'm not a big fast food guy, but, you know, if I'm on a road trip or something and need something quick, Chick-fil-A is always my number one choice. I think it's the only fast food that doesn't give me a stomach ache or anything like that. It's not super greasy. Right. I'm not going to give them a free ad or anything, but Chick-fil-A is by far my uh, my go-to at the captain spot. That sounds really good. Now, my go-to would be – it's really not uh, – on the East Coast, whenever I get to Vegas, and I spent many, many years there, In-N-Out Burgers are the best ever. And I, I send out a big shout-out, a big endorsement. In fact, they sponsored me for years, so I, I have to make that disclosure. But the any, anyway, In-N-Out is my favorite. Those burgers are amazing. If you happen to be in California or Nevada or wherever, that's my play. There's I've number only one. had it a couple times, but they, they're, they're on my uh, – they're a flex play for me, so I'll just put them next. Yeah, but when I go to – Vegas or I think California a couple times when I went and saw my buddy pitch a playoff game there against the Dodgers in and out was our pregame meal and it was incredible so I think I've probably only had it four or five times but it was rememberable enough to make my flex lineup so good call there with in and out burger 
Oh yeah, that's my thing. Now, um, I uh, I like to write. I like to sometimes go to McDonald's or a Burger King to write because it just gets uh, breaks the day up. Because sitting in the house all day writing is never a good thing, and I write like thirteen hours a day sometimes. So I like to get out. And I go to McDonald's when I do it, but I see that the folks at Chipotle are up at four in the morning making their stuff, and I'm going to go with Chipotle as one of my flexes. Oh my gosh, that was my MVP runner-up, Chipotle. Oh yeah. I go there. That's a big uh, office meal of ours. All the guys that I work with, that's pretty much our go-to. That we, I think we ate Chipotle for almost every workday straight for a year, and it almost got old. I think we took like a month off. Then I just went to a burrito instead of a burrito bowl, and that made the world a difference for me. I absolutely love Chipotle. So that is gonna that was my runner up for MVP, but Chick-fil-A is just too perfect for me. But yeah, Chipotle is on mine as well. So we're uh, <laughs> we're on the same page here. Because there ain't that many of them really. Which what you got next? Uh Taco Bell. Ooh, Taco Bell's I the best hangover food on earth. Absolutely. I So I get the same thing every time. I get a Crunchwrap Supreme and then a steak quesadilla. I don't really do the tacos ever that much. But, uh, yeah, exactly for that reason. There's nothing super appealing about Taco Bell, but, yeah, it is great hangover food. You know, get your stomach back to where it needs to be. But, yeah, you could just eat a ton of food at Taco Bell pretty cheap, too. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I've always liked Taco Bell. I don't have Taco Bell on my list because I, I don't really drink anymore. Um, when I did, there was a Taco Bell right across the street at, what the hell, Barbara Ooh, that's Coast. That's dangerous. <laughs> well, yeah, because I lived at the Desert Inn. So right across the street was a Taco Bell, and I used to go there. But we had Mr. Sushi. We, the thing is, is because I, I was the tennis pro there, and I lived there, all the food was free. So I didn't really have to fool with that stuff. But, yeah, I know all about Taco Bell. So Burrito Supreme, when that thing came out, that was the best hangover food on earth. So we got to go. Now I got to give a shout out to McDonald's because that's where I like to write the most. They have the best iced tea there and the best French fries there. Unsweet iced tea and French fries. Now I, I think I'm allowed to have French fries sometimes. So uh, that's the that's my play. McDonald's is one of my flex. Who you got next? Okay. I did not. McDonald's did not crack my lineup. Okay. That's but fair. I guess I, I would give them a lot of. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Sentimental value. You know, when I was a kid, that was always like McDonald's was a treat. We couldn't, oh, yeah. My parents didn't always let us stop there on road trips and stuff like that. But I remember when we did, it was always awesome. The fries are great. Sometimes a little too salty for my liking, but you get a good batch of fresh fries. Cannot complain there. But yeah, I mean, McDonald's has a, a lot of sentimental value. And they uh, started in Illinois, too. So kind of not too far from where I grew up. There you go. But uh, next for me would be Jersey Mike's. I absolutely love Jersey Mike's. Not a, not a big Jimmy John's guy. They're not bad by any means. It's just I think Jimmy John's is average. But Jersey Mike's, I, I love the bread. Everything that they they put on the sandwiches are just so good. The onions, uh, the lettuce. I, I like it. Jersey Mike's is going to be my second to last flex play there. Okay, because I, I don't have that on there. I, I've never had that. I, I see it sometimes. Oh, I would recommend. Stop. I'm going to have to stop in here. cold cut. Okay. I'll take care of that. I, I, I'm a big sandwich guy. I like that stuff. Wendy's is on my list. The chili there is fantastic for a fast food place. They used to, I don't know if they still do, but they used to have a salad bar there, all you could eat, and they would have the tacos and stuff. So Wendy's makes my list for just, oh, and, and that, uh, what do you call it, the Frosty. That's not so bad either. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Wendy's is cheap too. You can get like ten nuggets and a frosty for like five bucks. So that's right. always a good a good punt play if you're driving on the road and need a quick stop. Wendy's was gonna make it for me, but the KFC Famous Bowl, I absolutely love. It's kind of the home style uh, mashed potatoes, the popcorn, chicken, cheese, gravy, corn, all that. It, I absolutely love the KFC Famous Bowl. I think that's the only thing I ever order from KFC, and KFC is going to make the list just because of the Famous Bowl. So any KFC truthers out there, thank you for creating the Famous Bowl. That sounds great. I got one more, and I think you have one more, right? Uh, that believe that was my last one because I uh, I piggybacked off you with In and Out and Chipotle. Oh right, that's right. You you got a twofer on that deal. Yeah. All right, my last one is Mr. Hero. That's in uh, the Cleveland Akron area. They have this thing called a Roman Burger that's just amazing. And, and I I mean I I haven't had one in a really long time, but I I reckon that um they're still pretty good. And I haven't really had one of those in a while. But like I said, <laughs> I think they're pretty good. So Mr. Mr. Hero, Hero huh? Mr. Hero. Yeah, that's the thing right there, man. They got a great commercial, too. It drives me nuts, but I, I know I'm not supposed to have all that stuff, you know, so uh, I try my best. You know, I had to get Always an air fryer. Always appreciate a good jingle. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. You know, we can do that next, the jingles. <laughs> um, you know, because I got this air fryer, and uh, I like that. They, it makes the French fries a lot less uh, heart attacky, if you will, and yeah. my chicken nuggets heart attacky, because I like my nuggets... I like to cook the nuggets and the fries together, you know, and, and, and snack while I'm doing stuff. That's a good thing. All right. Yeah, I remember you talking about the air fryer the first show we did. That's yeah. working out for you? It is. You know what I'm going to do, though? I think I have to take it back. It doesn't seem to be working as well as it should, and I'm going to get a bigger one. <laughs> All right. There you <laughs> anyway, go. Anyway, I got to tell you, to recap, we had a lot of fun today, as always. I have the Chiefs winning this game by five, and Nick and I agree on the total of 52 and a half. We, we just suggest that you play your best players. We'll go with the game flow. If you think the Chargers are going to win, roll with them in the captain spot. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, roll with a Chief in the captain spot. You got anything else to add, Nick? No, for the most part, I say that's kind of what I'm at. If you're just building your lineups, make sure that they kind of tell a game script today. I think that's the best way to go about it instead of just picking random guys that you know are your favorite fantasy players. I think just kind of go with a, a whole game script idea, and I think that should pay off for you. That sounds like a should winner. be a fun game. It you know we had last night that was just slow paced and brutal. If you stayed up for the whole thing, good for you. I did take the Rams. I feel like that was a sucker bet, and I kind of snuck out there because two missed field goals. But they did cover, so I can't complain. But that game was just incredibly boring. So tonight should be a night and day difference there from the the Rams and the Bears. Now we get. Two pass-happy offenses with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. And I guess you could say they're a rival game, right? Uh, you would say, yeah, they're a division rival, too. And that's even more important. I fell asleep last night for the game. I'll more than likely not make it for this one either. My day starts a little earlier. But I got to tell you, Win Daily Sports is the place for you. We got guys winning hundreds of thousands of dollars. Our subscribers kicked the living daylights out of FanDuel and DraftKings this weekend thanks to our projection guy, Gus, and other people, and Nick, and, and David Jones, and Javi, and everybody else putting their two cents in and helping folks make money, turning their love of sports into a profit center. And it's only 20 bucks a month. You got to jump in there and give it a shot. For Nick Bretwish, I'm Phil Nason. Thanks for listening to the Win Daily Podcast.